Before we get in the show, make sure you like, comment, and subscribe. As always, this podcast is presented to you by the Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Propel's Talk, located at 918 Poitier Street by the Superdome. Give them a call at 504-523-5413. If you or someone you know has been involved in an accident, Birdsaw Law Firm, the official injury lawyers of Propel's Talk. Wow, Propel's Talk. Five Lido Ross joining us tonight. Um, let's get right into it, Five. I'll start with you. Um, quick thoughts on uh, Cody Zeller. Cody Zeller is a is a basketball player. Listen, I think the Pelicans are done, done with the projects. They're done with like getting guys that maybe they can do this, maybe they can grow into this. Like, no, no, no. We want people that know how to play basketball uh, already, and they don't need. They don't have a, the Pelicans don't have a good track record of necessarily like elevating uh, a low level player into being better. They don't have a great track record of it. Right, like guys that come from the Pels organization and they'll go somewhere else and they'll be better. Like they don't have a good track record, <laughs> track record of that. Like a like a San Antonio, a Miami, a even a Los Angeles Lakers. Right, like those organizations kind of have that. And the Pelicans don't, and I think they just they're done with like the projects, trying to build somebody up. Like no, we're gonna get guys that already know who they are, and and we're gonna bring them in because Cody Zeller, in my opinion, is a really good screener. Like right, and, and really good. You know, he can, he can play in different roles. Miss me with he got killed by Joker. Everybody got killed by Joker. He's like the best basketball player on the planet. Best basketball player I've ever seen in person. I've said it since mm. that day. So, mm. yeah, whatever. Cody Zeller, good basketball player. like to have him on my team. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that, Five, because, Lita, what are your thoughts? Like, I kind of logged into Pelicans Twitter today, and I said, like, I, I like the move, but you would thought, like, I mean, anarchy ensued that we signed Cody Zeller a one-year, $3 million deal. What would you say, as Five said, he's a veteran. He's a locker room guy. He's actually a guy at set screens, unlike someone like Jackson Hayes, right? In the words of, in the words of Five, in the words of Brother Five, he is a basketball player. I, I don't think too much of Cody Zeller, and that's not a bad thing. I think he's a backup center. I think he is a rotational player. Uh, I think he'll get some minutes and he'll spell whoever the starting center is. I, and also, in the words of Brother Five, he he does set good screens. He's got he's got playoff experience. He's got finals experience, uh, which is something nobody in the locker room had. So you know what I'm saying? Like I I, I don't really know how you mad at a dude signing for a veteran minimum contract. Like I don't know. I don't know. Like also, I don't know what money you think the Pelicans have to. Go out and get a name. I, I don't like. I, I just. I don't know. Maybe people haven't been, haven't been paying attention to the cap situation or the the tax and the cap situation. But like, we're not crossing either line. So I'm saying it's like. So, I think Cody Cody is going to be solid for what he's brought here to do. And uh, that's it, man. I don't, I don't really think a lot about him, and that's good. Ross, he's going to piss me off a whole lot less in in twelve to fourteen minutes a night than Jackson Hayes did. I can promise you that. I mean, he's nothing. Look, I mean, they just said it. it. I don't know that he like changes anything necessarily, other than the fact that like when he has to play, he's gonna do what he's assigned. He's gonna be where he's supposed to be. He's gonna do like the fundamental things that you sort of need a backup center to do. Um, I mean, I'm, I'm perfectly fine. Like, perfectly fine with it. One year, three million bucks for a dude that just like puts his head down and works and does the things he's supposed to do. Like, oh, 
And he's got um he's got experience with Borrego from his Charlotte days, in which he averaged career highs in both points which, and rebounds. I will. I mean, I'm not gonna say he's gonna one, come in. That was kind of the the one of the funny things that, for at least for me, was that I mean, I just remember kind of following along with that a while back, and there was always like a young center waiting in the wings or any something like that. People would be like, "Why is Cozy Zeller keep starting? Why does he keep starting? Why does he keep starting?" Obviously, Borrego thought he was a halfway decent player. You got to think that has something to do with, you know. With what they're being asked to do here, so it was interesting for that reason. To me, it's at least interesting. Can I can I say something? Two two things. Uh, I, I said I had I had no thoughts about Cody Zeller, but as I thought about it, Cody Zeller is only thirty, but he looks forty two. <laughs> so that's one thought. That's why he pisses people off so much. I think. I think that's why people are like <laughs> reacting only, the way they are. He's only fucking thirty. Like he's a thirty year old old man. The 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 second thought is. You know, it's, it's. I agree with what I've said about uh, Billy. I think you know, seems seems to be a cool guy. Uh, seems to when his numbers called, he always seems to be ready for what his scale skill set was capable of. Um, but here's an interesting perspective about that that I don't really see people bringing up because they're like, you know, why did you choose Cody over Billy, right? But nobody chose Billy. Billy's going to Europe. Like, do you, you think he's at the league? Do you think? He's I mean, he, it, from what I, from everything that I read, it seems like he's going. He's going to play in you know European basketball. I don't. I don't. I don't. I don't see him being in the NBA. I like everything I read about him is he's going to take a team. He's going to take a deal. You know, with he might be headed back to Europe. So, I I don't know. This is this is the, the I guess the the pros and cons of this. Like a guy like. Billy that that wanted a bigger role, right? He wanted to play more and be a rotational player. Cody Zeller might not care if he ever if he does get in a rotation, right? So almost it's like less is more for the for this team. Like, okay, you just got a guy that wants to play in a specific role where he if he gets like five straight DMPs, he's not like, you know, going behind and back and talking to, you know, some overseas person that's gonna leak some information to let you know. Not no distant Willie. I think Billy, Billy just wanted to play. Billy, Willie, okay, he just wanted to play. Um, but you're not gonna get that out of Cody, right? And I think that's a that's a positive. Do you, I, I do will you say, think? Okay, go ahead. No, just I was gonna say, just as kind of a follow on to that, because I I, I, I want to reiterate that it, I don't think this makes a huge deal either way. But one of the things that did impress me about Zeller was the way. He gets traded, what, in, or I don't know if he got released or traded, but he ends up on Miami midseason or whatever it was. And uh, He signed with Miami. He, he wasn't even in the league. He, 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 went, Port, he was in Portland the year before, or he was in Portland yeah, at some point, but, right, between yeah. Charlotte and Miami. I'm not making that up, right? Um, yeah. Good. And it was just the fact that you get to the end of the year and, like, that dude's playing hard. Like he's, I mean, he's, he's getting meaningful minutes in the playoffs. Like, that – I mean, in the grand scheme of things, I don't know how much adding Cody Zeller matters, but, like – I do think he wants to win. I do think he's like engaged and like understands what's going on more than maybe some of the guys who were here before. And like, for that reason, you know, I don't, that's why I really don't mind this is because I think he's a guy that like knows how to play. And and, like, I I do think he cares. Like, I do think he wants to play. I do think he's going to fight for like some minutes in the rotation. So whether he gets him or not, I don't know, but I don't think, I think he's a guy that like, I mean, he, he, he was out there. I mean, he's out there, Eric Spolster, Eric Spolster trusted him enough in, in, in an NBA Finals for for meaningful minutes. Like that's good enough for me. 
Oh, Jared, do you think? Oh, go ahead, Leo. Two two more things. I I, I did my I did my I did my reporter <laughs> research. It's four. Really quick, it's four things total. In totality, <laughs> it's four things. But like, listen, I put my reporter bag on really really quickly because you know we have got the media man in front of us, and I don't want to do a bad job in front of him. So so what I read is that Walter uh, Tavares is supposed to be leaving Real Madrid and coming to the NBA, and Billy's supposed to be his replacement. So that, there's the deep dive if you guys wanted to know. The other thing I wanted to say, and I'm going to let you get the five, but the other thing that I wanted to say is really funny that Brian posted Jax on his Instagram, and all my Laker partners are hitting me up like, yo, we got one. We stole one from y'all. And I'm just like, I can't wait to have this conversation midseason, and we talk about how much Jax is going to piss them off. That's all I have. Jared, uh, Lito and I, well put, Lito. Uh, Lito and I talked about it last night, but we don't really know what's going to happen with Jonas Valanciunas. And I know, yeah, stop, no. Um, he wants an athletic big rim protector, right? Now you have Jonas Valanciunas and Cody Zeller. They're both kind of the same, I guess, player athletically wise, right? Do you think that now that since you have, like, for instance, you had Jonas Valanciunas, but then you had like Jackson Hayes, who's, a, who's an athletic you know, big and rim run can do a lot of different things. And you have Billy Hernan Gomez, who's kind of offensively talented. You kind of have the same guy now with Jonas and, and Cody's on an me on offensive enemy and more defensively. Do you think JV now, this is like a pathway to get moved? Or do you think that you can have two centers of JV and Cody Zeller? I don't think they're in the same necessary tier, but I kind of get what tier, you're saying. Yeah. They, right. they kind of host a, a different set of skills than in, in uh, I'm, I'm talking more defensively, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, I don't think I think this it's better to have the diversity of it. Um of somebody like uh an athletic big and being able to, you know, have somebody in and use them kind of like a, a, a different form, right? Look at a guy like like JV and then his replacement is a uh, Cody Zeller. Like uh there's not necessarily like a balance there. Um I'd push for somebody else. Now there's there's names being thrown out. Hopefully somebody hits, but it's not to JV's fault that he's getting you know possibly traded. Uh, I think the money is a big important piece, and also the style. Uh, they're not going to use him like he needs to be used. And just like I said for Cody and you know Jackson, right? Less is more, right? Getting a guy that doesn't necessarily need the ball on the block to be successful kind of helps the Pelicans at this point. Yeah, I agree. Um, are we going to do this where uh, we'll go later than Ross, but Dame Lillard today comes out saying that the Heat or the team will listen to all offers. So we'll go Lito, Ross, and Jarrett. Um, Lito first. What would your godfather offer be? <laughs> The Godfather of Package B for Dame Lillard. Look, looking at this roster, uh, <laughs> do you think it's even possible? Seriously, no. do you think it's even possible? No, it's not. No, <laughs> <laughs> no they're gonna laugh at you. They're gonna laugh. They're gonna laugh at you. You go include like Dyson or Najee in, in like if you. Listen, if you're not offering Zion B.I., 
I don't even know how you sit and listen to <clears throat> an offer from the Pelicans. Would you offer Zion for Dame Malik? That's tough. That's tough. How does how does how does Dame? Thirty-two. And he's got three years left, right? Yeah, he's thirty-two. Damn, yo, I don't know. I never thought. Of, I never thought about it. I don't know. Ross. I- or I don't know. It's crazy. <laughs> Ross can go. Ross can go. No, go. You, you seem you sound like you're ready. Um, <laughs> you, I think you. It sounds like you might have like a pet, like. So I felt like you. you, nah, you had something cute. Listen, up, man. Like, listen. So uh, you know, Portland. Portland did this really badly. You know, waiting on Dame to request Ooh. a trade. Like no, yeah. like you knew he was out of here a long time ago. You sat on your hands and. The Pelicans had what, like eight picks a couple of years ago. If we could have had Dame instead of CJ, we would have given that up times ten. And I don't think you probably still would have gave up, you know, Zion or, or Bi. I mean, at this point, hell no, I'm not doing that. But probably back then, I would have thought about it more. You know, a young Zion. You know, you already shipped him to Portland to get get his head straight. Maybe, maybe that could have crossed your mind. Because at that point, Dame Lillard, that was what. Two two years ago, twenty eight. Yeah. yeah, and uh, that that version. I don't know how many years of this version of Dame we're gonna get. So that's why I would be like, hell no, I'm not doing that now. But maybe back then, definitely would have thought about it more. Probably would have leaned more into it. My bad, my bad. I just wanted to, that. That was that was a that was a brilliant point, and and I think that that is a that is a that is a story that the the Portland was. I want to say they traded CJ. Three years too late. Oh yeah, sure. And they did this. They did the same thing with Dame. Essentially, like you, you look at what you got for CJ, right? Who's been a productive player his his entire career? Like you, you basically you got Nikhil. No, they listen. They got rid of Josh gone. Nikhil gone. Like Didi Lozada. Like everybody from that is is out, and I think they got a couple of draft picks or something like that. But they didn't get anything back for CJ. And yeah. it's always interesting when I even think about the CJ trade because I know for a fact he wanted to go to Philly. I know it. Not not like some insider stuff. Like, no, nah, no. Nah. I know he wanted to go to Philly. He has ties in Philly. And we went to school right outside of Philadelphia. Or right outside of uh, Philly. Um, yeah, right outside of Philadelphia. His wife is like from an hour away from Philadelphia. I did this research. I know he wanted to give give go back to Philadelphia. Um they didn't make that trade. It ended up getting James, or they ended up keeping James, whatever. But Portland is Portland has did has done the dumbest thing I can possibly think of when it comes to like being a GM. I know Chaz talks about the Pelicans being bad. Like, nah, that organization has done some really idiotic things when it comes to like managing their assets and moving them around. Um, I don't know what you do now because. They've waited actually way too late to even trade Dame at this point because Dame has already said, like, well, I want to go to Miami. But everybody's kind of signed their deals now. So now you got to sit back and wait and kind of figure out, like, how do I get another team involved to even possibly move Dame to get something replicable back? Replicable back? Which is why I, I couldn't understand. I couldn't understand why it was just so much wait and see, wait and see, wait and see. Dame said he he wanted to make sure the organization did whatever they needed to satisfy him staying there. But you knew you didn't want to be there, and you could have 
like you could have saved them and saved yourself because now he's in a position where they're like, we're not going to trade you there. Like, regardless of how loyal you've been to us, like, we don't, we, we don't have well, to give you that. I'll, see, I, I, I agree with the, the, like, the larger point I think you're, you're making, Bob, but I, I, I think I'd, I think Portland did, is, did the right thing in this scenario, right? Like, like if you just, you know, not looking at four or five years, I'm talking about just looking at right now, I absolutely wouldn't have traded that third pick. Like, you weren't going to put a winner around Dame, like, to, you know, a week ago. Like, it just wasn't going to happen. They, no, they, there's no. nothing they're going to do. And and so they're kind of like – I mean, I think they were trying to play monkey in the middle a little bit and, and say, all right, like, you know, we'll, we'll draft Scoot and, like, we'll bring back Jeremy Grant. Like, you know, maybe we could sort of smooth things over and whatever, whatever. That probably wasn't, like, the best thing. But I don't know what other choice they had because I, I if, it, if it was me – I would lean into a rebuild if I was them. And so I think they're kind of doing the right thing by saying, you know what, would have been great if we could have kept Dame. Maybe we tried to talk him into it, do whatever we had to do. Um, but that that's not the way it's going to go. And so whatever, Portland's in their own scenario. If I'm the Pelicans, and I, I think the way you benefit from this is trying to be that third team. Because I think there's an opportunity to either maybe dump money or I think there's going to be an opportunity to use your picks – and salary to maybe get a person that you want. And it's, so that could look that a person be that? Who, well, it could, it could just look a lot of different ways. And that's, that's why it's, it's hard to sit here and go through like every scenario, but I like Tyler hero. I was, that, that was, I, the would name take, I, was I would take Tyler hero. And if I could play middleman and send spare parts, other places, I could see him being a guy that like could eventually slide in, to sort of the role that CJ's playing as we move him off the books at some point. But yeah, Portland like isn't going to be in a tight spot because not a lot of teams are looking to take on salary. There's not a lot of teams that can even make this deal. And I don't know if they're going to be thrilled with what Miami alone. I mean, it sounds like it's already, you know, been pretty well documented that like, if they're going to do a deal with Miami, there's got to be a third team involved. I don't think Miami can put a trade together that's good enough to to get Dane. I mean, maybe the, Maybe the money for Tyler and Duncan can work for Dame, but uh, a third team is definitely yeah. necessary. My my issue is like Portland's done actually good job with, I thought leaning into Scoop, mm-hmm. re-signing Jeremy, um, Shaden's coming up. Like I think that that trio right there can be a really decent team, and yeah. then adding a, a, a maybe an All Star wing to that, right, gives them a better chance. You know, long term, maybe the next five years, they're, you know, five, six, four, five, six seed in the playoffs and kind of can make a run. But that allows Scoot to get older, stronger, more knowledgeable. But um, if the Pelicans, I don't know, who do you send out, though? Like, what do we well, send out, well, JV? Well, that's what I want to ask you, Jared. You, you said a third team is like they need a third team. Why is that? And what could the Pelicans actually send out? In order to match, because I'm looking at Tyler Hero's contract, he's starting a new his new contract starts this year. It's 27, 29, 31, and 33. That's why I thought Duncan I mean, and him would actually make sense in Portland because of the money, and it can match up. But I don't know how the Pelicans can even accept that. What? What? Maybe JV and what? Larry's at ten, but then you lose all your your front. So I don't. I don't think the the Pelicans make any yeah, sense. You you lose your starting center and your 
I guess, backup power forward, like slash center, like that. Yeah. I, I, someone talked about today to send CJ back to Portland. And I'm like, why would Portland? That's unrealistic. But, it's just not like, it's not that's what I said. What? And I was asked, Lita, why would, why would Portland accept CJ back? Right. And it's like, well, Drugs. CJ, I think, believes, what's that? Drugs. That's the only way you. <laughs> I'll tell you this much. There's no way to get Damian Lillard to New Orleans. There's no way for that to happen. As we sit here. As, there's unless no you're way. Them, and, exactly. Well, no, there's a way. I mean, if you want to trade beyond, but that, that's like, we're just, that's not happening. But it, but if you was going to do that, like you should have did that pre-draft you had school, like you, you could have, you could have made this whole thing work. But that, that's my point, right? The money's already taken up in the NBA. Like, how do you make this deal when everybody's pretty much signed their deal at this point? Like, how? How? Like, you got to get a third team involved, but the third teams are pretty much stocking their books up, right? They're getting players and trying to find space. Like, that's we just saw a deal with Dylan Brooks got twenty million from the Rockets. Like, yeah, we that's got the new CBA makes it tough. The, the, that salary floor getting raised, it, it makes you, it's going to make these type of deals tougher to get done because there's just not going to be all the free money. Like, teams just teams have money on the books. <laughs> Yeah, instead of Tyler, Tyler Hero, Tyler Hero. Oh, I was gonna well, say, was gonna say... <laughs> somebody y'all talk. Go ahead. Y'all mentioned <laughs> Tyler Hero. Y'all mentioned Tyler Hero, and it, it's it's crazy that you know I put my reporter hat on again. Shout out to five, and and I noticed I noticed something interesting today that he took the Miami Heat out of his out of his bio. You know what that means? Mm. Something's hey, in the mm-hmm. works, guys. What's going on in Miami? Would would y'all would y'all take Duncan Robinson? Not like I don't know what you do with that money. That money that, nasty. That's <laughs> nasty. But but I think it's hold up. Let me look that up. But five, you can go and then roll. I, I like that. That money was crazy when he got it. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm not saying he didn't deserve it. I'm all for people getting exactly. Did he deserve I'm that people. though? He deserved that. This I, eighteen, I don't like eighteen to, this year, nineteen, and then nineteen. Listen, I'm not a person that tell, tells people what they deserve. Absolutely. Nah, man, you get what you got, like because you you made that happen, Absolutely. and he was able to finagle the organization. That organization, right? This ain't like he got it from the Pelicans, right? <laughs> it, it's like he got he got it from one of the most stable organizations that's true in America, the Miami Heat, and he got. Almost twenty million out of them, so that tells me like, okay, you you got that. And for let's say eighty percent of last season, it looked like the worst contract in the NBA. And then the playoffs came, and he started playing basketball again. So I don't like it for that much, but you know, it's easier to match. It would be easier to match, but yeah, eighteen million for. Duncan Robinson. You, you, you know something interesting there, though? Like, if you look at what Duncan Robinson made, right, compared to what Max Struess just got paid or Gabe got paid, why why would, why would you pay them, him, and not necessarily want to pay them? Because they didn't have the money. They didn't have the space yeah, to do so, right? Like, they had to let them go because they gave yeah. him all of that money that they are probably regretting at this point. Because they were trying to move him. That's they go miss. They're gonna miss. They're gonna miss. That's that. why they need Dame so badly. Because yeah. they're gonna there are gonna be nights where you know Jimmy's not gonna have it or Jimmy's not gonna be available. 
or or Bam's not gonna have it. That you need another guy like uh, okay, the you know Dame Lillard to come in and you know take over. And he wasn't gonna play, but he wasn't <laughs> gonna play this year anyway. But they traded Oladipo too. I, I was that's okay. Trade Oladipo. I thought they resigned him. No, they did resign him, and then they traded him to OKC. Traded him back to OKC. Mm-hmm. Oh, has Kevin Love signed yet? Yeah. Yes. He resigned with the cat. Oh no, no, I'm yeah, sorry, he, not the cat. Yeah. Is 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 uh? Did Nick Richard? Did he did he get a deal? I don't know. You know, Twitter, they only gave us 600 tweets, you know. That's true. So That's true. we only can see so much. I saw your pitch count uh, tweet today, Jared. That was, yeah, uh, like, oh, by man. the way, Ross, Ross, uh, five wanted to start, start talking more baseball on the podcast. I said, Mayor, I said, Mayor Ramirez is probably the greatest right handed. Batter of all time, he, he's not even he the greatest Red Sox right hander of all time. Yeah, that's that's so not that's such nonsense. I'm not even gonna, this, we're not gonna talk baseball, we're just gonna start from, from this spot. We're not gonna, we're just not gonna do it. This is this messy to pizza that's, all over again, yeah. Five, like, that's, you just, you gotta, five, that's crazy. You some, so, you so Manny's a better Manny's a better hitter than Nomar. That's what you're telling me. He's a better hitter, yes. than Omar. yeah, yeah. What yes. better hitter yeah. than Nomar? All right, all right, both of y'all. Uh, once, yeah. once Nomar fucked up close. his wrist, that was it. Um, no. okay, so uh, Ross, we didn't. I guess I want to hear Ross and Jarrett's thoughts too, uh, because me and Lito did a show. But what are your thoughts now, I guess, on JV? And, and this is a this is a this is a big decision, in my opinion, because as Five pointed out, his contract is besides Larry Nance is the, the easiest to move. He's, he makes what is it, 12, 12 some million dollars, 15, 15, sorry. And me and Lito talked about it last night. Like, we're not, he's not the reason why we lost basketball games at all. I, I said a stat. He played, a, he's played 151 out of 164 games since being in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. He's had 94 double doubles, and he's fourth in the league in the last two years in double doubles. Mm-hmm. So, why would you want him off this roster? And then we'll get Five's opinion too. Well, all right. There's a couple things there. So, so I don't know that they necessarily want him off this roster. Like, it, I think everybody acknowledges his contribution over the last few years. I mean, there were times where he, like, just straight kept his team above water for long stretches, you know, for weeks at a time. It's, it's just the direction you're going. Well, first off, the deal's up. You've got one year left. So, if you don't see him as part of your long-term future, it's probably smart to try and sort of redistribute those assets however you know however you see fit the other part is like clearly he's not part of the basketball like what they're wanting to do from a basketball perspective and i mean we all saw that last year and it was like frustrating to watch at times but like he like his style of of play is just not what they're wanting to do and if that that, like that's okay like i don't have necessarily a problem with that and so if you know you're not going to use that person's like best assets then what's the purpose of, of keeping him around and so look i think that's that's half of it and then the other half of it is like i i mean it feels like there's been an edict to like hey start to financially tweak what we're doing here like i don't think this team wants to pay the tax i don't think we want to get anywhere close to that i it feels like i mean i'm not saying this from my place of knowledge i don't have any like insider info it feels to me like this is very much the last year of this nucleus. And if things don't go well this year, this roster is going to look drastically different for a, like in a variety of different ways in 
2024, 25. So, so I don't know for for me, it's, um, I think they're trying to, to change the way they play basketball a little bit. And I think they're also trying to think about what the next like phase looks like financially. Five, go ahead. Yeah. I mean, we've, we've beaten this dead horse a couple of times there. If they don't, you know, not playing through JV at certain times, which is, you know, very troublesome last year, but just not having an identity. You know, Justin mentioned what he had 94 double doubles across, you know, two seasons. He could have had 110 oh. easily, easily, easily. You know, you know, there was times where he got four shots a game during like a whole month and like averaging I'm like well, this, this doesn't make any sense. Like a guy that has a clear advantage, but again, not to even go back to that. It's not him. It's not the way he's played, you know, it's, you know, the use of him, um, you know, the man- mismanagement of time, mismanagement of, of essentially assets. So now you have to move off because you don't know, you, you're kind of creating a new style of what you want to play, maybe more, you know, more outside than inside, even with having Zion. So trying to create more space in it, maybe this just doesn't fit for JV and that's fine. Um, Ross brought up the luxury tax. To be honest, I, you know, we keep bringing this part up. Like, okay, you know, the owner, Ms. Gail Benson, doesn't want to go into the luxury tax. And people are crying like, okay, she just got all this money from the NBA because they, okay, cool. That may be true. But as a businesswoman, as, as she is, I don't see her making really dumb decisions, right? Like dumb decisions when it when it comes to businesses outside of the pelicans like why would you think that she would want to do that why would you think she would want to go into the luxury tax when this team has yet to prove itself like business people talk about roi like it's like the last thing on earth like they want a return on investment if the investment isn't making them money they're not going to invest as much money as, as they possibly can to make it do that until they see a path to do so. She invested money into the training facility, got that done. Invested more money into other things with, with hiring more people, got that done. Okay, got got Griff here, got Swin here, got Trajan here. All these people came in and she wants a return on that initial investment before she makes another investment into the same thing. You can't be mad at these people. I'm really glad you, I'm glad you, you said that because it's, it's so just glad, so true. Yeah. And I'm not saying she's like, you know, whatever. I, I don't, I, I'm, yeah, I don't I'm sort of don't have an opinion yeah. on her as an owner. I, like, I, whatever. Like, but you, you can't look at what she's done in the years that she's been the owner and say that she hasn't invested in the team. Like, like she, she, I think she has. Like, you brought in David Griffin, you brought in a, a couple of new coaches that she's paid, like, that they're paying for. You've, you've spent a ton of money, like you've spent money on the roster. Like, I, I think it's perfect. I think it is a perfectly justifiable, reasonable decision to say, hey, like, nah, we've got a $160 million roster right now. Figure it out with this group. If this don't work, cool, we'll blow it up next year. Like. Go ahead, Lito. Verbate, dog. Five said everything I verbatim said yesterday on, on when we were talking about team upgrades. Dog, why would I go into the tax? What for? What the fuck for? I have put, I have a talented roster. Y'all can't stay healthy. That's got nothing to do with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, wh- why would I continually dig into my pockets when, like, there's no, you have, you got to show and prove. And not, 
I, I brought up a scenario just yesterday. I said, let's say, for instance, <clears throat> one in 14 were healthy. The Pelicans did get to the Western Conference Finals, right? And <clears throat> you look at the roster and you say, man, you know, we really one or two pieces away. Like, we we could do this thing, right? So then you're like, all right, you, you come into this season and you're willing to dip your toe into the line of being in the tax. Now, I'm not saying they will be uh, a, a continual tax team, but maybe she looked at last season and she's like, yeah, we, we, had, we had team success. You know what I'm saying? We were all together. We did this. We did that, right? If this was the scenario. But that wasn't it. That wasn't it. The man played 29 games. The other man played, I don't know, 40-something. 49 games. Bro, why, why am I going to go? Why am I digging further in my pocket? Look at this. Like, even, even if they just played, right? Right. Even if 1 and 14 just played, maybe more people would show up on a consistent basis, right? She'd get more revenue from the stands and the concessions and, and, and merchandise because more people would be there, right? It'd be a consistent thing. You know, the Saints haven't won a goddamn Super Bowl in a decade. They're they're renovating the, the Superdome, right? That 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 ain't that ain't just coming out of thin air. That ain't just coming out the state. I think she has some influence in that, right? It's the same exact process. You have to be able to put people in the stands on a consistent basis for me to want to invest in something that isn't working yet. It's so my fault, and I agree with everything that's been said. My follow up to that, and this this is where where I get frustrated, is because we all agree it seems very obvious what the team is looking for seems very obvious what they want to do at center and it's not JV and that's that's fine we're all okay with that cool there are and you can't force a team to do a trade if they don't want to okay understandable but there are guys out there that it feels like if we wanted we could pretty easily get a deal done and the fact that those things you don't really hear a lot about any, any calls being made, anything like that. That's where my frustration comes in. Miles Turner has been on the trade block for two and a half years and his salary would work perfect. And I'll give them all the picks they want. Mitchell Robinson salary is even less than, than Miles Turner. Hartenstein was playing 20 something minutes a night in the playoffs. Like how important is he to their future? Cool. I don't know what the answer to that is. I feels like both of those guys you could get, if you wanted them. And so it's like, don't tell me, like, it, it feels like we're playing a little bit of like, like, are we doing something? Or are we not doing something here? Because it feels like you guys are afraid to trade these picks. That's what it feels like. It feels like y'all are afraid Man. to make that move. And that for me is where my frustration comes in with, with the <laughs> roster. Otherwise, like, I don't think that's fine. Like we, we did what we had to do with Herb and everything else, but that's right. Um, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Jess. No, uh, no, five, you, you, you want it. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, chill out with that one. Uh, Ross, listen, you you brought up the Knicks. That's really interesting. They play at slower pace. I think JV would fit really well in New York for one year. Uh, alongside Jalen Bronson, really good, you know, pick and roll guy. You know, Julius Randle doesn't really necessarily want to play inside all the time. I mean, this and then Mitchell Robinson's from Chalmette. Like this would. Make the perfect sense. So right? Mitchell Mitchell Robinson's making fifteen this year, then declines. It goes fourteen and twelve. Oh, uh, obviously, I mean, it's a it's. You want to talk about the easiest? I didn't even think about Mitchell Robinson, but that is a very easy trade partner. You talk about Miles Turner and Lee. I'm gonna let you go. Then another guy we wanted to talk about Jared Jared Allen. Um, 
you know, Miles Turner makes 20 million, Jared Allen makes 20 million. So those two would be difficult. But if you get both of those guys or either or, you're probably going into the tax. But go ahead. Dude. No, it's, it's easy. It's easy to make that work. Just that's not, you, you wouldn't go in the tax rate of those guys. How? How? You just attach Kyra Lewis or, or, uh, or Garrett Temple to it. And that salary is real easy. The salary, the salaries are unchanged. And those are like the easiest deals to get done if you're willing to part ways with a pick or two, like a couple picks. I don't, I don't see that we're, we're willing to do that right now because I don't know how much faith there is. It feels like we're hedging our bet. That's, that's what I'm not saying. It feels like we're hedging our bet because we're saying if this doesn't work out this year, kaboom. And I don't think they want to get off all those picks in case this thing goes kaboom. That's uh, my personal opinion. For the, for the guy that isn't, you know, bet hedging means like we're double downing <laughs> on it. Is that, that, that's what that means? What is we're just going uh, all in. Is that what is that? What is no, it kind of means the opposite of that. Oh, it means, hedging means we're we are we're being we're playing it safe. Oh, okay, we're, yeah. okay. It's the opposite. Like you can't lose. Yeah. Uh, um, so, uh, oh, I'm my bad. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, so look, I, I want to respond to some five say, but I want to ask a question first. Would you rather who you who would you prefer, Jared or Mitch Rob? Jared. Jared, yeah, that's that's easy. Jared, yeah, I, yeah. Jared. I I, well, I, was, I felt I felt that way also, and then I saw the playoffs. Does that scare you? Does does one round really scare you? The way Mitchell Robinson dominated him scared me. It wasn't so much the 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 first. But don't the, you think it could be an game. overall scheme? Don't you think like I, I just rebounding not a scheme. I don't like rebounding not a scheme. I don't think that happens twice. I think that's what that might have been his first appearance in the playoffs, right? Nah, no, uh, uh-uh. for Jared. I don't think so. Didn't didn't they make the playoffs in Brooklyn? No, not oh. Hmm. Yeah. I think when Jock Vaughn was they coaching did with Atkinson. I thought it was, oh, Atkinson. he was yeah, gone. He was I'm gone. Sorry. Atkinson, right? No, no yeah. I think yeah, because he was gone because Katie Katie wanted um so DeAndre Jordan, right? So they traded yes. him. So I don't. I don't, maybe he got there with D'Lo, right? When D'Lo was a, the guard, and they got there. But let's still know. I I'm just he saying. He made it I twice with to... Brooklyn, and okay. he made it twice with Brooklyn, and, and once with Cleveland. See, I, but again, I still would want Jared Allen. But if if we got Mitch, I wouldn't trip. Like I, I I'd still be okay with that. Just just having a, a rim running center that can block shots and catch alleys and doesn't need the ball on the block like. I'm cool with that. Does it bother and, and y'all that they, they can't shoot? Sorry, they don't, but does it bother that they neither one of them shoot? If one in fourteen uh, are healthy, well, what does that even matter? Don't need them shooting. No, because I think their their sure. effect on the their effect on the rim it opens up more space than somebody just, than just like, pressure on the some, rim. That's crazy. And I like up more space than anything else. <laughs> I like to say I like the I like the ups, I like to update my statement by saying not only did Jared. Excuse me. Not only Mitch Rob dominated Jared, he also dominated Evan Mobley at the same time. So, do with that information what you will. I would like to say one thing. Uh, to Fob's point, yes, the the Saints are getting renovations. Gail has a hand in that. Here's the difference, though. Like the Saints at this point, in they they aren't just football. They're they're religion. The Pelicans, because of lack of success, haven't been able to endear themselves to the city like that. So. You know what I'm saying? But I wanted to make a point about JV real, real quick. So I think we all would say that by, you know, his standards, he had a down year last year, right? Like y'all would 
say that. The crazy thing about all right, so the crazy thing about that is he went I, from. I don't. I, why? Why do you think ahead. he had a bad down year? I don't think he had a down year. Like well, statistically, I'm saying that I'm I'm saying that because of. Yeah. I'm saying that because of statistics and just the general use of his role. It's okay. kind of hard to be who you were. Correct. You're not okay. getting the same looks, right? But but I but I I want to add on to that point because technically he went from average playing 31 minutes a game to playing 24 minutes a game. 24 minutes last year, right? Mm-hmm. Now the crazy thing about the crazy thing about that is he still was two. I think he was like 200 points away from what he put up the year before. In, in 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 much fewer minutes. And, you know, the other thing, too, is, like, if you look at that 2022 season, he had career highs across the board. He had career highs in, like, rebounding defensively and offensively. He had a career high in uh, uh, steals, and he had a career high, I believe, in assists. The, the other thing is that, you know, you talk about you want somebody to play defense, protect the rim. And while he's not going to give you that, the other thing you say is you want a big who can spread the floor. JV took 158 threes in 2021, 2022 season, excuse me, and he shot 36%. Last year, he only shot 109 threes. And he still because shot his, 30. Because as five said, he was never an identity. You said it last night, but now you're bringing in Borrego, who literally his identity is pace, three-pointers, and rim pressure. So, like, that's why I five, like, why would you trade JV? Like, that's where I'm at with the whole thing. Like, do you think, for instance, if it's not, if we trade JV for Allen, let me answer this. If we trade JV for either Jared Allen or Mitchell Robinson, are the Pelicans better? No. Okay. No. So I, I don't think so. so. I just think I think they're probably not. Nah, it's not that. It, let, let's just say this. Let's just say this. I'm gonna put this out there. If James was here last year, right, and there was like an ad- identity established, you, we wouldn't even be having this conversation. Mm-hmm. We wouldn't even be having this conversation because we would have saw a better JV, a more productive JV. We wouldn't have saw him at 24 minutes a game. We probably would have saw him at 27 minutes a game. His I would love to see his numbers per hundred possessions because they'd probably be even higher than what they are now. Like it's it's kind of idiotic. Like you got an array of talent in the locker room already. You just need to put a system in place that uses the that array of talent. Like we don't do. I think we need uh Evan, well, not Evan, Jared Allen or or Mitch Robinson. No, I don't think so. I don't think that makes us like a the the team a championship team. I would like to see the pieces that they already have in motion consistently on a, on a, on a night-to-night basis, and then we can kind of make that assessment. But we can't make that assessment because they're never healthy, and they're never on the court, and they're never playing the exact same way every night. So those are the questions that we really need to answer, not do we need JV, because clearly we do. Ross? I think we're better um, because it's. I, I think it's, it's, it's one less uh, – well, assuming everybody's healthy, right, which is always the big assumption that you know, hasn't really manifested itself. But I think we're better because it's one less, like, it's just one more malleable piece. Like, it's just one more plug-and-play thing. Like, JV, to be at his best, has to be fed the ball in certain situations. And I think with, with CJ, BI, and, and Zion, like, it, 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 one less mouth to feed that also has value 
in terms of opening up space for those players and for covering their deficiencies on the other end, which I think is probably the, the much bigger part. I, th- I think it makes you better. Um, but, but, and I think it's why they're exploring that. I, I won't be surprised if nothing gets done that uh, I really won't. My only rebuttal to that, this team is a bad rebounding team. And that dude was mm-hmm. putting up 20 rebound games. Mm-hmm. So Easy. We, we talk yeah. about, you know, the impact on the defensive end. But rebounding is a, is a part mm-hmm. of that, man. And that dude can can really rebound the basketball. So, No, I agree. Lita, or, we just, five. Lito and I just talked about this. But Zion, and to quote Lito, Zion averaging seven rebounds a game is criminal. Yeah, it is. So he needs to be rebounding way more. Him, oh, and, and Trey Murphy, like we're not, we're not, I'm not. And Herb Jones, and Herb, and Herb Jones. Jones. I would say Herb Jones is rebound better too. Yeah. So, 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 listen, in, 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 just though, like I feel like we doing JV justice, right? But like I just want to, I also want to break down, like let's break down wins and losses, right? So on the wins, it's forty. He's he's forty wins, thirty nine losses, right? In the in the wins, he's got eighty one assists. He's got four hundred and thirty six. Rebounds, 594 points. It's like such a dramatic difference in the wins and losses when he's involved. Like, I don't, I don't, I think the frustration with me for sure is like, I don't know how I can sit either, you know, on the sideline at the game or like at home and I see it, but the coaching couldn't see it. I mean, that was, that's like the stat that we pulled up. Maybe that was like halfway through the season where the team was like, Eight and one when Trey Murphy had like twenty points, yeah. right? And they weren't even running plays for Trey Murphy, right? It just <laughs> he got up enough shots, and he he scored twenty, and the team was eight and one. And and to understand it, like okay, and and we still didn't see like an effort to like get him more shots. He tried to get more in like transition, hence why his numbers in transition were like top three in, in the league. But that's what we're saying. Like there isn't a, a consistent effort to get the guys involved that you need involved to win basketball games, not named CJ, B.I., and Zion. Which is criminal. Yeah. Anyone else? Y'all good? No. I think that's it. You wanted to have this late night discussion. You know, it's all your fault. We can keep going. Yeah, now he's trying to. Well, now we got. Well, now we got Vegas. <laughs> Damn, five. <laughs> um, I asked this to Lito. I'll go with uh, five, then Ross, and then Lito. You got it too. Uh, who you bo- who are you most excited to see in summer league? Like not Pelicans or no anyway. Pelicans, Pelicans. Pel- oh, well, Jordan Hawkins. See- Jordan Hawkins for sure, for sure. Him and Carlos. Are you expecting like, I- big things? Are you expecting big things from Hawk? I I just think. That young man and the way he can shoot the ball is is one thing, but if he adds, if he has anything like I think I'm hearing, tween tween, has he has he? If he has anything remotely like, oh, I'm good in PNR, that type, I can get to the cup if I want to, and I can finish over a big. Oh, and also I can pass out it. Okay, yeah, yeah, it's it's rap city. Hey, hey, five per my sources, per per, I'm hearing you <laughs> killing things in practice again. All right. We're gonna see. We're gonna see Vegas, well, Vegas next week. Oh, this week. Ooh, this week. This week. Damn. No basketball well, for me. You know? <laughs> no basketball for me. Well, I might not I even go running. I was about to go tomorrow. You just you just reminded me. All right. Uh, um, yeah, I mean I just double down on that. If 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 Jordan ends up having more to his game than 
just you know than just what we're thinking then it kind of changes in my opinion a lot with the roster like a lot um about how you start to think about things moving forward um yeah but I mean, it's, it's summer league too so <laughs> oh yeah I take uh, a little bit know, of a grain of salt but Lito, I said uh, Dyson last night, but uh, I'm actually, you know, who I really want to see is. Hey, look, I, I was going to say that. In, in, in I was going to say EJ in Liddell. And all, in all seriousness, Dyson is is the most important, like in my opinion, because yeah, I think he's got to dominate Jordan. summer league. Yeah, he got. He he just like Trey Murphy did it. Like yeah. Jordan's going to be able to shoot. I ain't worried about that. Like worst case scenario, he's going to shoot. Like Dyson has to dominate. Like if he doesn't dominate summer league, dominate. It's it's, a, it's, it's bad. Trey Murphy played two games in summer league last year and he dropped enough. both like 30, 30 and like 35. Was that was He's it. Like, right, you're done. By half. Um, by half. What do you what about EJ Liddell? You know? Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. I'm excited to see EJ play. Like I I think, you know, EJ go steal some minutes somewhere. I think EJ, EJ go find a way to he go find a way to get into the floor of the game, into the rotation. I I really I'm a believer. Like I got stock in EJ Liddell Island. You know what I'm saying? Like I believe my he could Bring me and my family wealth. I'm, I'm not gonna sell it. So you know what I'm saying. Like I, I'm, I'm a believer. I, I want to see. I want to see him play in general because I know how it is to get in great shape and tear your ACL. Like that. That's like some heartbreaking shit. So I'm excited to see he stuck to the grind. Look like he in way better shape. His jumper falling. He looking bouncy. He looking, he looking like he got his mobility, his his lateral mobility, which is the thing when you tell your ACL. So, um, yeah, I'm excited to see him. Let y'all know this: if Dyson looks fast, <laughs> it's gonna be hell. It's gonna be hell. It's gonna be hell. Boy. Chaz, Chaz, I can't wait for that. That's gonna be pop. I'm curious right how here. they're gonna use him too. Like that, there's just I have a lot. Of He's gonna be yeah, running I, the one. What you mean? Yeah, he no, 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 no. I don't care how to use him. No, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not shooting no pre bail. Like, no, 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 no. How to use him? No, okay. no, no. He was. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead, Justin. You about well, to I want to ask this, Jared. What are you expecting from Dyson? Then, what are you yeah. expecting from from him? If he cannot get to the cup, if he cannot create off the dribble and get to the cup for himself, yeah, that's the reason why you drafted another guard in the lottery. That's the reason. That that is the reason why. Because that guy that was supposed to be a professional already at nineteen has already been put had already been playing professional basketball, knows the, the the game of a professional. Couldn't even get to the cup. Couldn't. He was getting stripped. Look at in, it. In the, he couldn't. He was getting stripped in the backcourt. Like this is the same thing we said about Kyra Lewis, right? That second year in summer league, when we saw him, it was like, okay, he's gonna have a really good summer league. He did not. He did not. And that also trickled down into the start of the season. And he started getting in, getting like in rhythm. And eventually he just tore his ACL. Not his fault that he tore his ACL, but that's the same issue. That's a good I'm, point. I'm going to be furious. We'll be furious if Dyson gets in the lane at these spins. He don't ask the rim on a date. I'm going to be furious. I'm telling you. If he don't. If he if he don't wink at it, if he don't send us some flowers, wink. And if he's not, and look, if he's not doing like if he if he if he's not just dominating by scoring, because I I'm skeptical. I'm I'm real skeptical of that, that he's going to do that. Um, it better look something like what Josh Giddy did last year, 
I think last mm-hmm. at the beginning of last year, where when he just it was kind of Trey Murphy ish, where it was just clear like, okay, this dude is like he by belongs. far, yeah, like by far the best player out here. And you don't necessarily need to score thirty five points in summer league to do that, but it just is like, okay, yeah, he like he just is doing whatever he wants to do. It better look like that. I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna shoot dice and some bell. No, I'm gonna shoot. I'm gonna jump on that. I'm gonna. I'm gonna just want to. What, what kind of currency they got in in Australia? <laughs> I don't know. I ain't never been there yet. Australian currency. I just want to say. I just just been watching. Currency. Just watching. You just um, never know where this is gonna go. No. <laughs> they call it. They call it a dollar too. They just jipping off the American. They call it a dollar. Australian dollar. Man, come on now. <laughs> Then, then the exchange rate. It's crazy. It's some crazy. What's the exchange rate? Cents, Sixty-seven cents American cents to their dollar. Come on up. Some now you got to. Now you got to. Uh, you cheat. This is it's, cheat. This is cheap cro- bill. Go ahead. If Steve, if Crocodile hundred not on, if Steve Irwin ain't on the money, I don't. I don't Shout even want Steve, the money. You know he should have been on the Shout out Steve. Rest in peace, Steve. Stingray. I'm just go- man. I still don't fuck with Stingrays. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say that. I've seen Dyson, and I know it's the summer. I know it's summer workout videos. I get it. Dude just said bitch ass thing, right? <laughs> I just, I just feel like, yo, Dyson had an incredible block on an on a recovery from Frank Nitty, and I know Frank Nitty is not NBA. If you don't know who Frank is, I understand. I just feel like he's gonna have a much better season. I'm I, I'm praying that he takes that leap. I'm trying to protect him from Chaz. Do you, do y'all care? So then y'all truly just don't care. <laughs> y'all truly just don't care defensively about the, what he does in the summer league. Defense, defense <laughs> no, I don't care about what he does. Y'all don't give a shit. So, I, I don't. No, it's no, all no, about no, offense. No, 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 no. Because I, th- I, I think he can already play defense. Okay. Yeah, he can. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, no, I'm no, sorry. No, Wait, let me let me ask another question, Jared. What if he just say struggles from deep? Does everything else okay? Are you are you worried, or do you want to see a leap in that as well? Do you want to see the overall? Yeah, I, I like what the, is most important to his game? The confidence, the confidence is the key. confidence to shoot them and or attack. Yeah, yeah, I don't care if you miss. Like, cause I, t- I tell you all the time, I don't care if you miss. Like, did you care. did you shoot a good shot? Like, like did you were you confident? And don't shoot no bullshit. Like, I like I'm a, I'm a great dad too. But like, was it a good yeah. shot? Was it in rhythm? Like. Was it like did you create this? Like, how did you create this? Like, that's what we're grading because he's playing a really pivotal part on the Pelicans, right? Like, hopefully in, in the next four or five years, he'd be a starting guard, right? Like, hopefully less than that. Now, when CJ's kind of moved back and, and you can insert somebody like that, like, cool, you would want that. But Listen. then you kind of grade him against somebody oh. like Shaden Sharp. Then you look at a guy like like Shaden Sharp and you're like, oh, we could have. If he's gonna be a wing, we should have just drafted a wing. Like he can't be a like Dyson can't be a wing. He can't, he cannot, he cannot be a wing. He has to be a guard. And people keep trying to convert him, like, oh, he's just some secondary action. No, no, no. You gotta have the ball. And you deferring. If he's doing that, like the ball gets inbounded and he's deferring to somebody else, like, nah, you don't want it. You don't want it. Get You're not talking about like driving and kicking. You mean just get it out of my hands and get it out of my get, give it to somebody else. Yeah, because we've seen that before. In the words of in the words of Chaz, oh my, you was done, dog. No, yeah, I'm done, huh? In, in the words of Chaz, I'm gonna leave with love. <laughs> Why he be lying like that? 
<laughs> he do be lying. That's crazy. I don't know why he, he don't got a lot of like just go. Like he, he always make you think he yo Chaz, wow. <clears throat> Listen, man, Dyson is a wing. Dyson, he a wing. He a wing. I'm we sorry. Just to tell you. Then. I'm, I'm sorry to tell you <laughs> he's a wing. So but, y'all don't think he's a point guard. But wait, hold on. I'm let me say this. No, I don't think he's a point guard. I don't. You never gonna so be not a shooting guard. guard. He's a wing. <laughs> he's a wing. So, so what is a <laughs> what does a wing consist of? What, what does a wing do? Like, not the person who initiates the offense. Okay, he's but a he's, secondary, also scorer. he's a secondary creator, like five, like five was saying. Imagine drafting. I don't want to beat up him. Go ahead. You're leading with imagine like, dropping dropping drafting a guy at eight to be a secondary eight. Listen, Chat, and, and and five, we talk about. Mo- he's a hockey assist guy. Oh I, my god! <laughs> I I, I want to say this. I want to say this. This is out of control. I I want to I want to say this about <laughs> Dyson. You think that hairstyle gonna save him? No, man. Come on, now, dog. <laughs> Come on, now, dog. <laughs> you think you think the braids is gonna save him? No man, yo, they gonna pull it. They gonna pull this card. They're wait, gonna pull it. Wait, yo, hold up, feed this, feed this. We, since we off the rails, let's let's stay off the rails, right? Yeah. So so I tweeted, I tweeted yesterday. I said I said Dante Exum was the first Dyson Daggers. The crazy part is I was being wild sarcastic. I was being wild sarcastic, <laughs> right? Like I, I wasn't serious. But the funny part is this dude. He replied to it. And he was like, "This is a lazy take." He was like, "You only, you only say that because they're both the same color." And I was like, "Oh my god, they're black!" <laughs> I never even fucking noticed that. That's crazy. <laughs> like, no, no idea, bro. That's crazy. It just like, like Jesus it, Christ. Oh man, you can see it. Lord, give us light. Listen, Ross, I was about to say. I was about to say this though. I was about to say this. I don't care about if he if he's shooting threes. I don't care about the misses. I really just want you to look like I want you to have the look of a professional basketball player on offense. I don't want you to look. I don't want you to look like an amateur. Like you still belong in the G League. I, I want you to look at. I want you to. I want you to pace yourself, and I want you to do everything you worked on in the summer. I want no all no. Not the spin move, 12, not, 12 not fade away. Let's get that. You, Let's get but wait, that. hold on. If you're going to spin and you're going to get to the rim with it, then I'll take the spin. But if you're going to spin and you're just not even going to be aggressive. That's not going to happen in the real game. That is that's not. Uh, Ross? Listen, man, they said we were disrespecting. <laughs> we were disrespecting Dyson Daniels. That's, that's what that's what dude we're, was saying. We was, we're not. We just want him to be better. I, I just I, I, you better go disrespecting some people in Vegas, or it's gonna get worse. So y'all think it. like, wait, hold up, y'all are like, is this like a do or die summer for Dyson Daniels? Like, are you, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Is that where yes. we're at? Yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah, it really is. It really yes. is. Uh, we on first take right guys, now. You're, wait, we're on a do or die for Dyson Daniels. It's a do or die summer league. You have the ESPN head at the bottom. Is Dyson Daniels on his way out the league? That's crazy. So you think that if if Dyson, Jared, if you think, and then we'll go Ross, because these two are ready to go. If you think Dyson Daniels is a bad summer, like you're packing it in, you're off the train. 
Like Bro, this I dude was, can't play. I, listen, listen, confidence is a crazy thing. And you and you know when a guy's got it, especially when you're a guard. Like you gotta be confident in your dribble. If you if you if your summer if your first video you release is some fucking twelve foot spin move to shoot a fadeaway, like nah, bro, you got to be working on your. That should have been the first thing you're doing is working on your handle, the jump shot. But if you if you want to be if you want to be a wing, maybe you should just work on your jump shot. If that's the route that you're gonna take. But if you want to be a guard, you need to be working on your handle, your handle, and his handle isn't nice enough to be an NBA guard. It isn't good enough. Maybe he has, you know, the size, right? You know, maybe he can kind of like bully his way, but that's not going to work. That is not going to work. People are going to pick your pocket. And we saw at the last, we saw with the last 20 games, 30 games of the NBA season, guys knew what Dyson, like they knew, like, oh, when he comes in, oh, we're picking up him 94 feet, 94 feet. And what do you want to do? He give it up, defer to somebody else. This is- you the guard. Yeah, that was disheartening. I ain't gonna lie to you. That was, and, that was... and, and again, and it's not to say like, okay, if he doesn't have a good summer league, like, oh, like the Pelicans is gonna give up on it. No, like we've seen this story already. We've seen it. We don't know how how confident this kid is gonna. You know, he he missed the free throw and he couldn't get back on on track for another month. You know, after the Lakers I forgot missed. about that. Like, like I this is what I'm that. saying. Like the confidence takes a while to get back, and I get it. Everybody's not the same, but that is a like non-negotiable. Specifically for me, like if you okay. can't dribble the ball as a guard, well, maybe you're not that. So how are you gonna be the point guard? But that's exactly why I said I'm real curious, like how, like, like how he he's like whether, I guess what position he played, like what he does in summer league is important to me. Because I think if he's just staying, I think if he stands there and takes 10 threes a night and they like are trying, like he's trying to turn himself into some three and D guy, that's it. It's over. Oop, that's yeah. a wrap. Like if he's not out there as the lead initiator, the lead ball handler doing all of the dribble, like I've already, that, that tells me everything I need to know. Don't even need to watch the games. If he's out there hoisting up 10 threes and everybody's said, look, he's been working on a jumper, that's worst case scenario for this dude. Worst case. I Like if he has any chance to be any kind of success, in the NBA, he better go dominate summer league as as a lead guard, and that's not what he's going to play for the Pelicans. But he better go dominate as a lead guard. Well, I don't know if he has a choice. Considering I don't have the full Pelicans summer league roster, but there are not many point guards on the roster, you know. Yeah. So like, there's not there's not really he's the point guard. So I before you before you go, Lito, just, I, I just want to say. I just talked about Josh Giddey's last summer. I think he shot 38%. Okay. I don't care if Dyson doesn't make a three-pointer all of Vegas. Don't care. That's not what's important. It's the confidence. Confidence and ball handling. Okay. Lito. They go hand in hand. Haha. <laughs> See what I did there? You you Dude, said that, that there was, was <laughs> said that there was no summer. There was no uh Point guard on the roster outside of Dyson Daniels, so that means there is not a point guard on the roster. Oh, is I guess Sebron. I'm sorry, Sebron is your point guard. And what's your man, Tevian John? Isn't Tevian, yeah, who, who's Tev? Where is he from? Where's Tevian? Tevian went from? To, uh, he went to uh, damn, I do not remember. I don't man, remember if you'd, if you'd have pulled that out, I was gonna be real impressed. 
like that's, just just with great. just with your like level of, of you, you, have, you, have you know what Europe, without Europe looking earlier man i was, I was about to be like that. without it, looking it was i in give utah, anybody a hundred dollars wow it's utah I but i don't remember but i i didn't want to say because i know it's like it's a it's a lot of it's southern south, north southern utah university suu go utes what's a you also play illinois I think it's like an Indian. The two youths. It's a it's an Indian of some sort. Okay. A Native American. Two, I'm sorry. The two youths. The rules Listen, the RNC run is the point guard on this. Uh, he's the point guard on this team. Yo, listen, listen. I can't believe it's gone on an hour, but I I just like. Go ahead. I can't this believe y'all said this is a do or die make summer. Break. Hey, it's, a, it's a make or so, break summer. If you play in three, just labeled. You just labeled this. You really just I've, hold on. Hold on. I have had this. It, 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 like I've used this a, a million times. You play three summer leagues. You, you probably this not. Is the same, no, I know. This I know. Is this is the same, oh. Yeah, and if he has a bad, hey, if he has a bad summer league, you go see him again next year. Listen, look at a guy. Look at a guy like Najee Marshall. That was one summer league where he dominated. Ooh, and he like, played in two, correct? Yeah, he played yeah. last year too. Like that was a, but that the was first a year he was good. I I think he was solid, and then he just you know that was Herb and and Trey out there, so he didn't look as as glamorous. He still did the exact same things. Like if Dyson can't have, if he can't replicate that, then there's really no point. Mm-hmm. Like the the Najee would Najee went undrafted, right? Am I am I not mistaken? Yes, yeah, from Xavier. If the guy that went undrafted. You know, a couple years ago, is outplaying the 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 lottery guy. That's an issue, regardless of you know how long they've been in the NBA. Like, I mean, Dyson wouldn't be a rookie anymore. Like he's like the first time he steps on that floor, he won't be a rookie anymore. Like he has to act like he's been in the NBA. He has to perform I don't like he's been. That. He has to perform I was just saying, like Justin, that. you don't think you like you true you don't think this is a make or break? I mean, make or break is kind of heavy. Um, I mean, I'm pretty dramatic. He's only I, think, I, go I, think I don't think it's a make or break. He's I 20. Think, <laughs> I don't think he'll be <laughs> out of the NBA. I, I'm not saying that, but <laughs> nah, I, I don't think the NBA. No, no, no. Make or break. No, no. I don't think he'll be out of the NBA, but I don't think he'll be a guard. Yeah, I don't think he'll be a guard in the NBA. I think this this will be like, I think Ross is kind of point. This is like the fork in the road for him. This is going to be the way. Like, is it, either this is going to propel you to be something like really good, or you're just going to be like an average NBA player, play Stop five. Yeah, the qu- ooh, like, it's, it's similar. Like, it really is. It, they like, that's, me a that's, mad that's man. the difference. Like, he, like, he got drafted eight. Yeah, they called me a madman. Listen, the quicker, the quicker. Um, this the summer league happens, and you know we don't see him necessarily do point guard type things. I think the quicker we can see, we can understand he's not a point guard, and then I think at that point his career will go where it needs to go. You're making him something that he's not. You're trying to make him something that he just. Yo, listen, I don't care how much you. Everybody on here has played basketball. I play with people who play basketball. At some point, you understand. Yo, there's a guard, excuse me, there's a person who's a natural point guard, right? And there are people who can dribble. Dyson does not look comfortable dribbling a basketball. That's not something you learn. You know what I'm saying? That's not a learned behavior. You know what I'm saying? Well, let me say this. At this point in his career, it's not a learned behavior. Like, that's something that starts early, like, just dribbling. Like, that should not be something you come into the NBA and you have trouble doing. 
You know what I'm saying? Like that. To your point, even as no, just because because even even as like a wing, right? Like you look at a guy like like Kyle Anderson, who who's like clearly got point guard tendencies. He's not your traditional like you know point guard bringing up the court and stuff, but but he functions kind of with some of those skill sets. But you're not ripping Kyle Anderson. No, you're not. That's what I'm saying. And 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 I'm very very skeptical. To your point, the Dyson has that like that set of skills I, I will we'll see in, in a couple of weeks like or in a couple of days but i'm very skeptical um i want to be proven like wrong Wait, like i want to be do proven too. wrong i do too can i ask y'all this i i don't give a shit about the time anymore can i ask y'all this do you think the pelicans did disservice and who, y'all can whoever wants to take it first when he got hurt with his ankle whenever it was mid middle of the year or whatever when he got hurt with his ankle they never send him back to the g league for him to get more reps. Do you think that he just got kind of thrown back into the fire? And like, did you think that was kind of like doing him a little bit of a disservice to where, I mean, Jared, you talk about confidence all the time, or you've been talking about confidence tonight for sure. Um, do you think that could have messed with him a little bit? I mean, I think about this, that, that can, that can go both ways. Right. Cause you got a guy, he was playing really well, right. Before he got injured. Right. And then you send them to the G League when that's like the not the normal thing, right? Like it's not like baseball where a guy's on a, a 15 day deal or you know extended period of time and they go to the you know triple A rehab assignment. Yeah, do a rehab assignment and then they, they come back. It's not like that in the NBA. Like you can just jump right back into it when that probably should have happened, Justin. I don't disagree with you. That could have helped him, but how would he have taken it, right? How would he have been like, hey, I gotta go, gotta go here? Because usually what happens when guys get sent down is like they've been playing bad. So would he would have accepted that? Would that have made him worse? Right? Could that have messed with his confidence? So I don't know. I don't I, know if that. I that I just helped. think about and you make a great point, but I think about Trey Murphy and they did it to him his rookie year. They sent him back to the G League because he was he went playing off. like ass though. He was. Oh yeah, I, yeah. He was playing bad, but yeah. but it got his confidence back. He's like, okay, I think he like might have rattled off a couple forty point games in Birmingham. And then they brought him back to the big leagues and his confidence got back and he had that great game against the Lakers. And then he was huge against the Clippers in the playing game, so on and so forth. Um, Leo Ross, if y'all want to add on or if y'all don't, wait, what's the question? What, I, don't, what, I, don't, I don't know if I, th- I think five seconds. Do you think like, the Pelicans think they did him a disservice because he, because he, because he wasn't the same for that. And it, it, it's almost like he came back and the expectations changed when they shouldn't have. Because I think at that point guys were hurt, and it was almost like he was being thrust into a role that like he was far from ready for. Those first couple games he played in, it was really, hey, just come up here and defend a little bit. Like that was that. And then you had some guys go down, and I think it's just expectations. Like it, it, he was drafted eighth. He had just had that the thing with against Dallas where he you know, ripped Luca, all that stuff. Everybody got real excited. I don't know if they should have sent him down. I, I just think, you know, the reasons guys, you know, again, to Vaughn's point, the reasons guys get sent down, down are for, for confidence. I, I understand what you're saying, that, that he should have Rehab sent him down there to get him. To, yeah, right. But he would have come back up as the same player. That's what I'm telling you. It's like, because it, he wouldn't have gone down there to work on things, right? It wasn't a Trey Murphy situation where he had lost confidence in himself because he was playing so poorly defensively that, that it was like, hey, Forget about the NBA for a second. Go down here and beat up on some chunks. Get your like, just get your confidence back and come back. It, it, it wouldn't have been that. Like he's just not that type of player. 
And so that's why I don't know. Like, I think he would have just come back as the same guy and he would have been, we'd be like, it wouldn't have made a difference. All right. I mean, make or break for Dyson. I mean, let's, fuck it. I mean, I'm in. Like, let's do it. Um, make Man. or break summer for Dyson Daniels. That's pretty I mean, crazy to think about. All right. This, yeah. Like, this is, this is a year for him. Like, this is going to, y'all make great points. This yeah. is the year. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, comment, subscribe. Oh, did no, you? I'm done. I'm done. This is good. It's good. This we is had good Stingrays, show. Australian currency. I mean, Dave Lowe, New Orleans. That was, uh, that was impressive. That's what I'm saying, man. Bitch ass no, no love for a Stingray. None. No. You see, you was on. I bet Stingrays around the world like, man, that wasn't even me. I would have did that. We even brought Nomar Garcia Parr into this show. I, that is something I didn't even think could have happened. But like, comment, subscribe. Love to hear your thoughts. Talk to y'all later.